The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your boy, Young, stayed in my pyjamas all day, today, a.k.a. Mr. Not Gonna Do a Long First Half because we've got a football podcast coming up, a.k.a. Mr. Santa Claus himself, a.k.a. did all my Christmas shopping in one hour on Amazon about two hours ago and I'm all sorted now and I can't wait for them to all get delivered and give all my presents to all my friends, a.k.a. not actually giving presents to any of my friends but my close family and Christina, a.k.a. your motherfucking boy, Father Christmas himself, Jack Fox. And it's time for yet another handheld microphone edition of Tired and Inspired. How's it going? Um, I am now just realising that this episode's going to come out uh, Christmas week. So a few things on that. One, this episode is going to be not at all Christmas themed, even in the slightest. In fact, it couldn't be further from Christmas themed at all. Uh, two, if you don't, if you are a regular listener and don't like football, soz. And three, I am keeping this intro fair. I mean, normally when we do, when I have guests on, I'll do like a regular half and chat absolute waffle about nothing uh, for like 10 minutes or so. But I'm probably not going to do that this week because there's a lot of football chat and um, I don't like having really, really long podcasts. Because look, I'm a podcast listener myself. I've got loads of black friends. Um, <laughs> I'm a podcast listener myself, and when a podcast goes against what it normally does, it throws me all out of whack. If I'm listening to a podcast that regularly has 20 to 30 minute episodes, and all of a sudden they bring out an episode that's an hour and a half long, forget it. right? But if you know that this podcast has normally 20 to 30 minute episodes, and sometimes when I have a guest on, it's about an hour, then we're keeping it about an hour. You know what I'm saying? So with all that being said, I would like to say, I mean, obviously, this should probably be another episode before New Year's. So I guess maybe we'll do, maybe I'll do a, a yearly wrap-up or something like that. A yearly wrap-up, a wrap-up of the year. Oh, God, I'm tired. Um, but I would like to say, um, I hope you have a good Christmas. Uh, Christmas means something different to everybody. I'm not I'm not a huge fan of the traditions of Christmas, but we all know I don't really like traditions anyways, but I'm not a huge fan of the traditions of Christmas. Uh, Gift-giving is just a fucking headache and a nightmare. I like giving presents to uh, Christina. That's fun, buying her things that I know she'll like and uh, things that she wants. But but for, for my family and stuff, it's like, how many... How many how many more pairs of slippers and dressing gowns can you buy for a mother and a nana, you know what I mean? And chocolates, so whatever. Um, but you spend time with your friends, all your friends are off work. I mean, not so much me because I'm an entertainer, but whatever, whatever. Um, your friends are off work, everyone wants to go to the pub and get drunk. Uh, the food's good. 
any excuse to just sit and watch fucking movies all day, everything slows down, it's good. At the end of the day, I think it's fair to say that everybody around Christmas time, all we want is tidings of comfort and joy. And I make a motion that we bring that phrase back and use it in everyday life and not just in the song that is Tidings of Comfort and Joy, Comfort and Joy, Oh, Tidings of Comfort and Joy. I think we should just use it. Oh, God, I'm so t- I've had a long day at work and I'm so tired. All I want is just Tidings of Comfort and Joy. I think we should use it. I think it's a nice phrase. And at the end of the day, I think that's all anybody strives for in life ever. Simply is Tidings of Comfort and Joy. What does it mean? I don't know. What does tidings mean? Who knows? Do I look like I'm from the 17th century? No. But all what, what, what I do know is what I want, and what I want is tidings of comfort and joy. So with all that being said, hope you have a very, very, very Merry Christmas, or, I mean, even if you don't celebrate Christmas, enjoy when the whole country slows down. Um, enjoy, like I say, eating shit, and taking time off work and just relaxing, hanging out. Um, and if you absolutely hate Christmas altogether, I don't even class it as a day. Just have a nice week. Have a nice weekend. Enjoy the, the watch the football. Chill out. All right. Uh, coming up after a quick word from our sponsors, uh, another football chat, a sort of World Cup wrap up with uh, Rex Regis, Max Gavins, and Kenny Cadence three friends of mine that I probably speak to more on a daily basis than some of my extended family and somehow yet I still hate all three of them I'm just kidding they're nice lads but they have very incorrect football takes as we will get to but the World Cup's over congratulations to Argentina I'm big in Argentina if you didn't know I'm not really but uh, glad to see Messi finally won a World Cup uh, it was a really interesting, fun World Cup. We get into it, and then we talk about club football, which is going to be making its return very soon. And uh, that's another Football Chat episode in the bag. So, again, thanks for listening. Enjoy Christmas. Enjoy this time of year. I know it's fucking freezing outside, but go do what you got to do. And then, hopefully, next week, I'll be back with a regular old episode, and I'll tell you all about the year I've had and what the crack is next year. I don't know. Whatever. We'll see. But first, it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by Santa Claus. Do you want a fat, weird man climbing in through your chimney at night and leaving gifts for you? Then you want to check out Santa Claus, Father Christmas himself. When you think about it, the concept of Santa is pretty weird, isn't it? But anyways, while I've got you here, I only have one gig left this year. Are you listening? One gig left this year. I'm covering for the Outcasts. My brother Sam Thomas, his band, I am covering playing drums for them on New Year's Eve at the Marsden Inn in South Shields. Playing all your favourite songs, some songs you forgot about, some songs you definitely know. Uh, all your favourite bangers I'm playing drums and we'll be partying New Year's Eve South Shields Marston Inn come see a show welcome back guys Kenny I can't believe you're rocking a Newcastle shirt I 
can't believe Ooh, it. Too. Some boy. Disgusting. Um, how are we doing? <laughs> World, World Cup's over. Um, just what, quickly, just what, what do you mean good? It was good World Cup. I just want to say really quickly as we start, uh, can I get a show of hands if any of your team's centre-back parents have won the World Cup? Good, okay. Good start, right. Um, parents? Whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on. Centre-back parents. Varane and Martinez. Yeah, Varane and Martinez. Yeah, Ronald Martinez. Anybody else? Maguire, Maguire didn't win the World Cup. Marcel, Desai, William Gallas. Current. Current centre-back <laughs> parents. Current first-choice centre-back parents are World Cup winners. Nick Costabas has won the Euros. Yeah. Not what I asked in the slightest. One time, my dad picked me, my dad was a taxi driver, <laughs> picked me Costabas up and he's taxi and drove him to the casino in Newcastle. Just um, Spent all that Euro is. winning money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, did we all enjoy the World Cup, guys? I did. It was uh, all right. It was, class. What, it was a what, good World Cup. It, 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 obviously, it has its reservations being in Qatar, but this isn't a this isn't a politics podcast. It's a football podcast. I couldn't give uh, a fuck where it was to be honest. That's what they all say. Isn't it? You want to what, say that again, Kenny? You couldn't give a fuck. I couldn't give. Yeah, I couldn't give a fuck where it was. Football's football. I know, but you have to. Like those pictures wouldn't be there if like three thousand of the workers didn't die when they were making them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, what, so so if your reservations aren't about that, what are your reservations about? You're like it's an okay World Cup. I thought it was pretty good in terms of football. Wait, we didn't win, did we? Well, no, but we <laughs> so, went. I mean, realistically, the hope was there, but we weren't realistically going to win the World Cup. Over. Let's be perfectly honest. Should have done. I mean, Ken, yeah, Kenny, I, I, Kenny was I, I saying think. they were going to win it back in January at the last fucking podcast ten months ago. <laughs> <laughs> I, again, wait, we should have. Yeah, we should have. I think. I think it was there for the team. I think how mm-hmm. France played in the final, like I think, demonstrates how easy they actually were to beat. Like until yeah. until the eighty second minute, and granted, they came back and did really, really fantastically well, but they were nowhere near that game for for long periods of time. And I feel like if we were a bit bolder, like Argentina were, we could have we could have got under France. And I think we would have done better against Argentina than they did. Do you I, reckon, I don't know. I, I just think Argentina just had just it was had written what it was. The, it was written in the stars in a way. Yeah. And I I'm glad like you know Messi is world class. They had they they performed really well on the night like they did really well. But yeah, I think we would have given them a, a better game. But I, I think the tournament as a whole, I think it was class. I think it like, I, I don't know what it was about it, but it just reminded us of like World Cups when I was a kid. Like it, for some reason, it reminded us quite a lot of the 2002 World Cup. I think that set, like Senegal beating France in that World Cup kind of echoed yeah. like the Saudis beating Argentina in their mm-hmm. first game. And so like really, like, there was a few surprises. Like some teams did really, really well. Like Canada, I thought were class. Morocco. Saudi Arabia, I thought Saudi Arabia, I thought were class. Morocco, I mean, I want to talk about them a bit later because I fucking love. I'm like a full-on Morocco fan now. I love this. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was, I, I find it scary that you were a kid in 2002. <laughs> well, I found it scarier that when they were saying like when Brazil were gonna like when Brazil were looking like they were going to win it, they're like, ah, they're trying to win the World Cup for the first time in 20 years. And it yeah. sounds like so long ago, but it's like, crazy. that's actually, I remember that one. I remember that. <laughs> crazy. I did think Brazil were going to do better than what they did. Like, but uh, I, again, you as a football fan, you have to love when the big dogs get knocked out, especially on penalties or something. Like, you have to appreciate yeah, it. Exactly. I think they were a bit like, there was a bit of like a, 
overconfident and like just an assumption that they were going to win it. I think mm. within their own squad, I think that the, I mean, even if you look at, you know, when they brought on their third choice keeper in the second round, like in, mm. the, in the first knockout, because then it meant that everyone will have played the game, like a game in the right. World Cup. It just kind of had that sense to it where it was like, they just kind of assumed they were going to win it. So yeah. they were just trying to like sort of, you know, spread the joy and then like all the dancing and stuff and uh, putting Neymar as the fifth penalty, just assuming that they're going to get to a point where, you know, they'll they'll just progress whatever. And I think that yeah. fucked them in the end. I think Brazil and France kind of suffered from not knowing who their best 11 was as well, though. I think when you I mean, have like Bruno didn't play yeah, every and, single and, game for well, Brazil. Yeah, yes. even that in itself. Like, I think both of those squads that were so deep, and yeah, France were even deeper, even with the likes of Benzema and Pogba and all that being missing. Like, I think you could have looked at both teams and changed two or three players around, and the squad's just the same. Mm. Like, you're not losing any quality, you're not gaining any quality. And I, I think that's what also made both teams. Like if you took Messi out of Argentina, the bang average. If you take yeah. Alvarez out of Argentina, who's literally world class. Like he's like the baller was brought on at left back last night with three to minutes to go. To take a penalty though, you think really. Yeah, but he was once lauded as one of the best oh. in the world. And oh. you know, on FIFA he's constantly one of the highest rated. He was brought on with three minutes left to play at left back. Yeah. Um, Benzema's just announced he's retiring from international football by the way nobody cares has he? oh shit yeah just before we started recording I got the Sky Sports notification well thanks for giving us a talking point I appreciate it I suppose yeah I suppose <laughs> um, yeah so yeah I, I think um, the, the the fairy tale of Argentina winning was probably I mean, I know we had this conversation in the group chat, but me and Max were agreed that we wanted Messi. If England were going to win it, I wanted Messi to win it. Well, Argentina to win it. Um, but I do think you're right. I think if you take Messi out of Argentina, they're a fucking bang average team. But they've just got something about them. They're just always like, just. The, the, I hate to be that guy, but they have like the passion, don't they? They just they probably give a fuck, and it's really refreshing to see. To be honest, I think they've always had that as well. They've always had that, even yeah. back in 2002 when Max was a wee nipper. Like, I remember that Maxi Rodriguez goal in the quarterfinal and the whole place just erupted. And uh, Liverpool ended up signing Maxi Rodriguez because of that goal. Back we then. also signed uh, El Hadj Juf in Salah yeah, yeah, because of that World Cup. <laughs> El Hadj Juf, man. Oh, El Hadj Juf, hence, did you see him in one of the games? Was it, what game was it that when they showed a shot of him? He's like an advisor for, um, it may have been the England game. Yeah, I think it was the England game. Absolutely. Beefcake. <laughs> was yeah, hench. Just spitting up like, people. You didn't want to mess with him back then. You didn't want to, you know. Mm-hmm. Where's he from, LH Chief? That's his nationality. Senegal. Oh, that makes sense. <laughs> what? I didn't know. Uh, You're not supposed to be the info guy, Jack. Like you've got all the dates and previous tweets and stuff. You're, you're the had, info yeah, guy. I've, I've you got dates. news pretty quick. Well, yeah, because I've got the Sky Sports app. I've got I've got your bad tweets all marked out. I'm just ready to release them. Um, <laughs> but actual facts about players, I have no idea. Uh, Kenny, why do you hate Messi so much? Go. I don't hate him. Hate him. You do. I, th- I don't hate him. I I don't know. I think it's him as a person. I just want to kneecap him. You've never met. 
He's like the nicest. Yeah. He's like the most down to earth. He's not like he comes across as a right tosser. <laughs> in what interviews? He never gives interviews out. He's never given interviews ever. Wait, what was that? What was that game where? Yeah, Morgan, tell you that. What was the game where it all kicked off? Was that the Holland game? Holland when he's he's doing yeah. Right at the end, he's doing an interview, and then he like turns to someone. He's like this. I would have gone and knocked him out. Like. Do with this. Your bar for violence. He was still on the pitch, and like another certain player who fucks off down the tunnel. Exactly. He likes getting in the back. Can we? Can we at least settle the the Messi Ronaldo debate? Like, regardless of what you think about Messi, about where I mean, because to me, he's he's clearly like by far the best player of all time. But in terms of people who you know, I know you guys don't think that, but do you think his career now surpasses? Ronaldo's nah <laughs> even with a World Cup I mean when you win even a World, World Cup, Cup. It's, it's hard to come back against the World Cup even if they've just played for one squad each like and you can't really got, compete with that and he got what is it seven goals three assists like yeah. the, it's but not he, like it's not like he's just it's not like, I mean Ronaldo didn't even play the Euro final at Portugal one like the, Messi's literally Ronaldo was, on, Ronaldo was on the bench for most of this World Cup while Portugal was still in it. And Messi won it. And you're like, no, Ronaldo's still better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the whole, I think the whole thing around Ronaldo with the whole Pierce Morgan thing, that pissed on his parade for the World Cup. That's why he's not well, playing it's, it's, that it's, club. It's a really sad end to his career. It really is. Because no matter what you think of him, I know some people, he's a really polarising person that people love him or hate him and obviously I'll you know what he's doing for United and stuff I, I, I have a he has a place in my heart let's say but he's he's proper this Piers Morgan shit and the way he's gone on is proper like yeah they pissed on his parade for his whole career for me and he's he's, a, he's just he's a freelance footballer now he has no club he's just out here man's just out here in the streets imagine yeah. being the best of the world and just being freelance He's not anymore, though, is he? He's a great goal scorer, <laughs> no doubt, but I don't know if he can do it still at the top level. And he's certainly not single-handedly <laughs> winning the World Cup. I think he could, like... Well, who's well, going to go now? Like a, a Roma, or... He's done it, though. He went to Juve, and they didn't. They failed to win the league after winning the league every year for the last million years. That He, well, he went could there bottle it now, couldn't it. he? He could bottle it and go to France. He's gonna, he's, mate, he's bottling it and going to Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. I would for that much money. <laughs> yeah, but like, I mean, I no, I think Messi's like, I think it's it's not even up for debate anymore between the two of them. And I, I, I think you can make a case for players like you know, like Ronaldinho or Zidane, like. But I think in terms of, I think Messi's clear anyway. Of all I think there's a difference between like I think probably Zidane might be my favorite player of all time just because of the way he played. Yeah, but from- yeah. In terms of I actually being the best, I think Zidane's the most Zidane's the most complete. I think. Yeah, in terms of being the best, like I mean, Messi's what? What else can he win? He's won every, everything at club level. Now he's won a World Cup, a Copa America. He won, didn't he? Win a medal at the Olympics as well, or something? Like yeah, that? yeah, yeah. He's gold medal. Yeah. Uh, he's not won by heart yet. Nah, <laughs> uh, he doesn't need to. He's got a World Cup, <laughs> mate. Sorry. Um, so, 
I mean, he still hasn't done it on a rainy day in Stoke City on a Wednesday night. He would like, <laughs> you know, yeah, but he, he has he has been to, like Angie Macacala on a Thursday night, like <laughs> exactly. in the middle of the fucking like it's it's pretty much the same. Just because like, he hasn't been literally stoked doesn't mean he hasn't been to Getafe on a Tuesday. Like <laughs> he never got the better of Neil Warnock or fucking what was on Sam Allardyce. Like, you know, he never got the better of Tony Pulis. He need to? Yeah. What's Ronaldo's record against Pulis? Just out of interest, I want someone, someone pull that up. The Is it? It's better than Messi. Messi's got a big fat zero next to his record against Tony Pulis. Imagine Tony Pulis rocks up as the manager of Marseille <laughs> next year for PSG. <laughs> well, you, you think if you were Ronaldo, you think you'd be like vying for a move to PSG just to play with Messi? Like imagine that, like Mbappe, Neymar, Messi, Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. I was talking about this not that long ago. The two of them somehow need to play in the same team. Yeah. I don't care where I don't care it, it is. I don't care if it, that is in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't care where. I'd just, I'd love to see the pair of them play great, on the same yeah. team. Fucking Fort Lauderdale strikers. It'd be a fucking disaster <laughs> when you put Neymar and Mbappe in there as well. I know. When it's like... Yeah. PSG, PSG would be the right one, like... If Ronaldo moved to play, they should do it for the crack. Just the clock, the surely can't they? How can you have that as your front forward and manage to squeeze in like a, a balanced team? Like, ridiculous. Can we talk um, about no. Mbappe scoring a hat-trick and not winning the World Cup? Yeah, mad, isn't it? Yeah. That's ridiculous. I mean, two of them were penalties, so, you know. Yeah. I was, I was Wait, half of Messi's goal to the pens. Right, true, true. Fair. That is true as well. I think um, uh, Mbappe is incredible. Like, I think he's... He's definitely definitely want to look out for in the future, I'd say. That's just my... <laughs> Do you think so, Max? Yeah, I, I reckon so. In the last minute, in the last minute when he I think he got past got past the right back and he'd done the centre back. Yeah. And I think was, who was it? Was it uh, Fernandez just got a foot on the shot he took? Yeah. Just if he'd scored that, like I was jizzing before he even attempted <laughs> to kick the ball. But if that had went in, I would have been like, right, well, there's no doubt he's the man right now. Yeah. Like, can, I, can I also just say, dead quick, the fucking, the save from Emmy Martinez at the end of extra time. Yeah. Ridiculous. Like, not, it, I have not seen enough people talk about that. Because no, that, that would have literally been game over. That was yeah. it. That was win. Like, and when the ball first went through, I thought he'd made a mistake by, like, not coming out. Yeah, but then to save the shot that he did, like with his foot, the way he did it, it oh my days! But also, I don't, I don't know, I don't know who the France player was, but if he squared it, Mbappe had an open goal. He should just, yeah. yeah. But yeah. He, he, you're not going to do that in a World Cup final, though. Yeah, great save though. I, 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 re- I really rate Emi Martinez. He's a proper shit house, and I can't believe yeah. Aston Villa's <laughs> goalkeeper's World Cup winner. But I do Aston rate. Villa's goalkeeper and Brighton's number ten. <laughs> yeah, hey, McAllister played really well. That's a fucking, he's a lad. I thought he was Scottish. He is. He's he's got some Scottish heritage. Every game he played, though, he was immense. Yeah. Like this time last year, if you'd said he was the number 10 for Argentina in in the centre of the midfield, you would have laughed. Yeah. And uh, was it, is it, is it Fernandez next to him in the in the, the midfield and DePaul? I thought they were Enzo class Fernandez. as well. Yeah. Enzo, Enzo Fernandez, yeah. yeah. Who was yeah Eddie Howe apparently talked about him today or something, like or yesterday. Yeah. Apparently we've been apparently we've been linked with Amrabat as well. I'm, I know everybody has, but like I, I would absolutely 
jizz if we got Sofian Amrabat to sit in that midfield with Joe Linton. Oh my god! Surely, surely he's are like linked with everybody now, though. With the, I mean, yeah, but is that linked with Christopher and Kuku though? Yeah, yeah, good sign. <laughs> I'm still, I'm still waiting. To, yeah, I'm still waiting to see how that pans out. Like to be honest, before I make a, a true bold statement. No, right though, because apparently we're getting Cody Gakpo, so. No, not from us. Not, not prizing them out of our cold dead hands. And Liverpool are just going to give a contract extension to Jordan Henderson. Yeah, sounds about, <laughs> sounds about right. Um, However, good World Cup for <laughs> full Hendo. Uh, was it, was though? it though? Yeah, one good game. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it was. I think he had two. I think he had two good games. The... No, because he, he came on against uh, Wales and sort of. Is he not coming on against Wales as well and play well there? And then he played well in the uh, against Senegal. I thought well he played all right in the against France. Against he kept giving the ball away against Wales, he kept giving them a chance. He, in, in, against America as well, he's doing his old like just fucking hoof it up, trying to hit Kane as much as possible, and just hoof it. And it just kept coming back and back. He's shite. I didn't it understand is. why he was making the overlapping runs around Trippier and Walker. Yeah, he was. He was doing a lot of like, that. Well, I guess the, that was because uh, he was on the right side. I understood it against France. Yeah, yeah. you got to watch Mbappe, but against fucking Wales and Senegal, you've got Henderson overlapping Saka on the right-hand side. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? He's a headless chicken, man, I'm telling you. I've said it for years. <laughs> he just runs around with his duck ass flapping everywhere. And... <laughs> so, What's a duck ass? Like his big fat ass. Watch next time he runs it. Like I'm not looking at another man's ass next time I play football. But um, what do you make of uh, Southgate staying on? Hate it. Yeah, I hate it as well. I think I this think was... was... This was... This is the perfect time for him to sail off into the sunset with everyone's like well wishes. I think that like it got to a point where I think even even the people who, you know, Southgate's biggest detractors would have said at this point, you know, if he'd left, like, you know, you have done well, you've brought the squad together, where where we've come from and where we are now under you, like he should be commended for that. But this was like such a good opportunity for him to go, I can't, I can't take the squad any further. Mm -hmm. Someone else should have a go. And I think that if someone else did have a goal, we would actually, like I said, we should have, I think we should have won this World Cup. Yep. We should have won the last Euros as well. And sure. and I don't think we will win anything with Southgate as manager. So what are we doing? I've got to interrupt. I've got to interrupt. Rex, Rex, what are you doing? Cooking a pizza. Cooking a pizza. Fuck me. I have to feed the children. <laughs> no, you don't, man. Children. <laughs> <laughs> it is nearly Christmas time after all. Fuck's sake, I yeah. Um yeah, no, I agree with you, Max. It was a perfect time for him to sail up into the sunset. That's a good that's a good observation. Um, I thought he was he gonna as well. Yeah, I thought he was gonna as well. I genuinely <laughs> thought he was gonna. Um I'll tell you I'll tell you who I would have gone for if he had gone. I would have had John Herdman as I would have I would have been bold if I was the FA. I would have gone for the guy, the Canada manager, the British good guy. Good quality guy concert Cons- lad. Yeah. Oh right, okay. But just the way the way that they play, if if we played that way, we would fucking destroy teams. Yeah. Like the only problem with Canada was they, they didn't have the quality. We've yeah. got endless quality. Like we'd absolutely destroy people. And I think we need to be bold and do something different and really try and look at like 
you know, a bit like the Eddie Howe way, how like, you know, we've got a guy in who's just just a good manager. It doesn't matter about like all the other shit. Like he's just a good coach. He makes players better. And yeah. I think Herdman's obviously done that at Canada. I think it's different for international football though, because you don't you don't have that much time with them, do you? So I think you just have to make use of what you've got. Like a club manager, you, you see them every week, every day in our training and so I guess it's different, but I, I mean, I didn't really, I admittedly didn't watch a lot of Canada games, so I don't really see I watched that. all three of their games. I, I I agree with Max. I thought they were exciting, really good on the ball, just didn't have the quality. Yeah, they just couldn't stick it in the net. But like, but also I think the thing with, like last night, Deschamps took off Giroud and uh, was it Turam? No, no, he put Turam on. Dembele. Dembele, yeah. He took them off in the first half. And yeah. I just had the thought, I was like, can you imagine Gareth Southgate getting to a World <laughs> Cup final, going 2 0 down and bringing off Harry Kane and Raheem Sterling? Yeah. Like it just wouldn't, it would never, ever, ever happen. And it nearly yeah. worked for France, but that's that's the difference. That's why that's why France has won a World Cup under Deschamps and yeah. we haven't won shit under Southgate. It's because of that. Like that's the difference. Southgate's in-game management is horrific. Yeah. yeah. I agree, actually. Yeah. And I, in I, the final, when you've got ninety minutes to win it, you need to have good in-game management. I'm not. I'm not sure as I'm as optimistic as you in that we should have won this World Cup. I don't know about that, but I do think we should have won the Euros. Um, the way we were playing and the momentum we had going into the final and stuff, I do think we should have held on. And, and won the fact that. we scored first, yeah, never had never had another shot on target, despite the fact we were playing at Wembley in front yeah. of our own fans. Like, yeah, but you know. Maybe maybe Southgate will do it. I don't know. Well, what's the what's the next? Um, too safe, though. Say it again, sorry, Rex. He plays far too safe. Yeah, absolutely. Does. So conservative. Absolutely. Does. Like I, I was saying to my boss after the France game, I was like, the first thing I would have done at halftime is not not in terms of against his game. I would have took off Declan Rice because he was a bit. He didn't really. Offensively, didn't offer anything. Defensively, he was there to cover and he was there to cut off Griezmann. But a lot of what Griezmann did was in his own half. I would have took Rice off, brought Trippier on, left Kyle Walker on the job he had, which was just stay with Mbappe anywhere he goes. Because those first 20 minutes, when Walker got a bit forward and Shaw got a bit forward and Ford and Saka moved in field, we were hammering them. Yeah. We got a free kick, we got the first penalty, we got shots away. And then yeah. it was like, oh, Walker, you need to come back and watch Mbappe and now there's 20 minutes left. And it, it just completely died back down when we lost that fifth. I would have put Trippier on, had Sean Trippier up the field, Saka Foden and more infield. Even would have brought on Rashford a bit earlier than what he did. Yeah, I agree and with that. We might have been looking at a different game. Yeah. Well, that's and like, why it's like almost like... It's almost like he's doing it deliberately at some point. Like like the last sub, like putting on Jack Grealish with like literally two minutes to play yeah. of extra time. Like it's almost like he's doing it on purpose. Like yeah. he, it's just like what 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 are you doing? Is that the fact that James Madison didn't yeah. kick a ball as well? Was just... Yeah, James, yeah. I mean, I don't know where do, where do you where do you bring Madison on though? Like he's a number ten. Like who's who's England's number ten when we got like a, a, a He'd play him over Mason Mount every day of the week. Ah, that's true, actually. Although Mason Mount came on, he would have been for him. But he won the fucking penalty. On form, though, on form, 
if you're looking at the number 10s, which are like Grealish, Foden, Madison and Mount, just on merit for like this season alone, James Madison walks into the starting lineup every day. But you see number it's 10, it's with Foden and Grealish play on the left every time. That's, uh... Yeah, but you could, you, you could have put Madison on the left. Madison yeah, just on, on merit on, should have been on, on the, the right, even for any of them three. But I think I think the pro- the problem with one of the problems with Southgate is that he does like hamstring himself like in these situations where you know <clears throat> the time that we could have done with like a James Madison like something to spark the game because admittedly a lot of the time we didn't need to play him you know but yeah like when do you bring him on in the Iran game like you know we're winning six two that was almost a perfect game from us same with the Wales game I think in the US game we should have brought somebody on to try and change it but the problem is the time when we do actually really need it, if you put him on, it's going to be his first ever international minutes. And that's, a, mm. that's a, that's Southgate's fault from like, for from years of like, you know, of, of not playing the guy. Um, yeah. Or I think it's his first world cup minutes. I think he's, would, would depend on the player. Though, because, before, like, so. Yeah. He James, has. James Madison is a player. You can even see it with Leicester. Like he plays fearless. Mm-hmm. If you, yeah. Pull James Madison aside and say, look, we've got 10 minutes, just make something happen. Get with some cheap corners, some cheap throw-ins, get a cheap foul, whip the ball in whenever you've got the chance to, and just get it. He can do that. He's fearless. He'll do that. So, I think I Mount's know. like that as well. Mount plays a bit fearless. Foden South, and Southgate South doesn't want fearless, safe. though. Yeah, that's but true. Sometimes you need that, though. You need someone that's going to be like, Harold, just for these next five minutes, fuck what the gaffer says, let's just get at the foot. <laughs> I no, I agree, but I, I don't think that's what Southgate's instructing his players to do. I think he's got to. Yeah, I, 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 I can't imagine him giving that talk. He's thinking the opposite. Yeah. Here's one for you. But, apparently, I didn't know this, but apparently we had one sub left. And when we got that um, free kick, who do you have over it? Do you stick with Rashford? Well, free kick, all right, all right. Um, or because you think we had Trent, Trippier, Madison, all on the bench, all Trips. great. Trippier, I'd go for trips. He's done it before in, in for England as well. Like, yeah, well, it's still over the wall. I mean, I'm still gonna sit here and blow the James Ward, James Ward Prowse horn. He should have gone. Like, he should have been in the squad. He should have been in the squad. Um, instead of who? Yeah, instead of Conor who Gallagher. Conor Gallagher. Yeah. Why was who, who again? Who again? Like, who again? Like, what, what's the point? What's the point in taking here? I mean, I think he got a couple. He got a few minutes, didn't he? he came on against. I think was USA. It, uh, USA. Like yeah. he got some minutes. Jeez. Fair enough, but like, you know, barely yeah, any. And like James Will Prowse would be a player that you can put in at any point in the game. Like, like that's the yeah. thing. He, he put too many players in the squad where. You could only use him at a certain point. Like he's not going to put Conor Gallagher on at half time to change the game. He's not going to put him on at an hour <coughs> to change the game. He's going to yeah. put him on if we've got ten minutes left and we're comfortably winning. What's the point? Yeah. Well, um, would bang that. I mean, Rashford only missed by like you know yeah. a couple of inches, but still missed. If Krause or Trippier <laughs> were standing over that free kick, I would have sat back a lot more <laughs> confident. Yeah. Um, this is, is Pickford still number one? Nah. Yes. No. Yes. Yeah, for me, yeah. Yes. He I was. He should have been number one this Cup. time. I think well, there wasn't a situation in this World Cup where you would have said, oh, Ramsdale or Pope would have did better than Pickford. Oh, there is. 
Oh, there is in that last game. Pope saves that. Pope saves that. That too too many. Too many. Hundred percent. Pickford's this far away from it, and it's because his arms are short. Pope is Pope is about a foot taller than him, with arms about. 30 centimetres longer. Uh, like, Nick Bams, was right in the corner. It was nah. Beam strike. Yeah, but it through, did it go through Stones' legs as well? Yeah, I think so. I only, so only at the start of it. Nah, I think... I, mean, I, know we ended up, I don't know we lost the France game anyways, but there was also... Pickford made a really good save in the second half. True. I would actually like to see Ramsdale. I mean, oh, stop interrupting me. Um, <laughs> Pick, Pickford has a lot of... Weaknesses, but I think one of his strengths is reaction saves, and I think he made a really True. good reaction save. And I'm not he's sure just if... an angry man. He's a, he's he a weird guy. Like he's a weird bloke. He's and, a very and good if it wasn't he saves that Giroud header because it yeah. comes off Maguire's armpit on its way. Maguire was too slow for that. Well, we so all it's Maguire's fault. We're out. Yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah. <laughs> um, but but no, I, and then Rashford to the score. It's all United's fault. It's all United's fault. Exactly. Rashford to the score. I want, I want, I want to see, I want to see Ramsdale. I think, I like I think Ramsdale's my better. Newcastle bias, um, because obviously I, I want to see Pope, but but I think Ramsdale is a because I think he's got that shot stopping ability as well that Pickford yeah. has, but he's also got really good distribution, all that shit. I don't know. I just I'm think it's like, time for a the change. The Nations game, yeah. though, didn't he, Pope? Like that—that's why Southgate yeah. didn't trust him. He was like, "Well, I put you in there, and you shit the bed, so you can just sit yeah. and watch." No, like, I, I think I think Pope's a good one to have in the squad, but I think Ramsdale should be number one now. I think it's time. I agree. I think Ramsdale. I think you've got to look at the likes of Pickford. I don't give a shit if Maguire's had another good tournament. You've got to look at him being dropped. Um, the likes of Henderson need to now step down. Sure. Sterling. Sure, another Ed one. Sterling I think needs to just... go. Sure, sure, a great yeah. tournament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but Ben Chilwell would have had a better one. For sure. Or even or even Trippier sure. on that side. Trippier at left. Yep. Oh, Trippier on no, that side. Oh, sure. Stop thinking but, it. So... Stop thinking a wing back's going to win us the World Cup. Well, well, no, I'm just saying Alexander Arnold. Um, hey, <laughs> two wing backs were winning the league for Chelsea last season until the both got injured. Chile and Reese James. Second, both of them went down. Chelsea's season fell apart. We had no Reese James and we had no Ben Chilwell in the England squad. We didn't win. Sucks to be you. <laughs> it does. We had not give a shit. Luke Shaw's very fair, Maguire, Maguire, I was fucking fizzing that one he was picked until he started. But when it comes to the actual games itself, can it really flow them that much? Like, apart from that one shot that went out through a throw. <laughs> like, but apart from is, that, he was actually decent. Like Southgate said, when Southgate first came in, he said, I'm not picking on names, I'm picking on current form. Maguire should be nowhere near that squad. I agree, all. I agree, but I, I, I didn't think Maguire had a good tournament, but he shouldn't have been like, in the team of the tournament, that's a BBC put him in. I think that was a bit ridiculous, but oh, did they really? Yeah, oh, I what? So. <laughs> I'd have put he stones was... in possibly. Oh, 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 stones oh, oh, that fucking uh, Gravidal kid from Croatia. No, I think he was alongside him. I think, I think, I don't know, but I know I just know Maguire was in it. He's the only England player that was in the team of the tournament. Wow, fucking hell. so is everybody looking forward to getting back to 
club football life. I can't believe I got to go from watching World Cup final of Argentina versus France, Messi versus Mbappe, to watching United versus fucking Burnley in the Carabao Cup on Wednesday. But alas, life goes on. Uh, and I'm looking forward to Brandon Williams getting stuck into their right winger. <laughs> I don't know, James Tarkovsky or whoever the fuck still plays for Burnley. Nah, I think that their right wingers, their right wingers. I think he plays for Morocco. I think he they they had a guy from Morocco. Oh, you wanted to talk about Morocco Burnley. earlier? Oh, just that they're class and I fucking love them. And Amrabat's <laughs> like my, Amrabat's my player of the tournament. That's sure. it. That's it. Actually, wait, let, let me find uh, who were. Who are, you, who are your teams got this week? What's uh, uh so we play we play Bournemouth Did on in Tuesday. The oh, the Eddie Howe Derby. Eddie Howe Derby, yeah. Who you got, Rex? Man City in the cup, and then <laughs> Boxing Day we play Crystal Palace. We've got Leicester. Leicester on Boxing Day. So Kenny, obviously, are you looking forward to the Bournemouth game since you're a huge Newcastle fan? Of course. Why wouldn't it be? Who <laughs> Liverpool got? Got City on. Is it Thursday? He does fucking noise in Newcastle fan. Yeah, exactly, yeah, they got on, and then they've got Villa on Boxing Day against Emmy Martinez's Aston Villa. Aye. Uh, Luckily, Gerard's not there, so we don't have to go easy on him anymore. Oh yeah, who's their manager now? Do you know? I don't remember. Emery. Oh, I call. Sorry. Oh, I, sorry. Sorry. Yeah. I can't find I this. I forgot about that completely. Yeah. <laughs> it was announced the week before the World Cup and just, people have just completely forgot about them. Was <laughs> it because the, the, the beat us, didn't they? Did they beat us or did they draw against us? Or they beat us yeah, now they, they beat, beat you. Yeah. Was it in the league they beat you or the cup? Uh, the league. Because you just played each other twice in the space of a few days, didn't you? Yeah, they would beat them in the cup uh, 4-2. I think Rashford scored two, uh, two goals. I can't find this team oh, Rashford. Maybe I was completely making it. Why do you hate Rashford so much? Holy shit. So overrated. He is overrated, but he has been better this season compared to the last four seasons no, where fucking no. Ian, Gary Lenica just jizz over him. The season, the, the COVID season, where you know he finished second, him and Martial were absolutely on fire. And then the whole club's been absolutely shit since, so you can't blame him for that. But this season he's been looking good again under Ten Hag, and I know Ten Hag really likes him. I think he actually, he, Rashford seems like a per player and person that can really hold his own. But I think he probably needs like an arm over his shoulder to be told that he's doing all right. That's what it seems like to me. Because when is it? When yeah, is it? You can really, really do with like a, a, a former like Ballon d'Or winner to put his arm around him and really show him how to, <laughs> you know be a leader and you know inspire him to do the great things that he'd once done in his career. That would be really helpful for Rashford I think. World Cup winners and you know European Championship winners Champions well, League winners it's not like he's not had people around him like how old is Rashford now? how old is he? 48 young prospect just like Jesse Lingard um, is he aye, is he the next Jesse Lingard? no he's much better than Jesse Lingard just, they were just going to be like oh, he's got great potential and before you know it he's 30 and he's no, playing he's, for Nottingham Forest he's, he's Rashford's 25 Anything you want to add to that? <laughs> Rashford's 25 years old. Yeah. I, thought I was, he was wondering who younger. Kenny was winking at. That, that's that's uh, what my attention My, my lad's just got back from school. Yeah, right. right. Is he better than Rashford? No. Oh, I. <laughs> Ridiculous. <laughs> he should, he, he's asking if he can go out. I'm like, aye. Yeah, sure. Whatever. 
Um, I, don't, I, I just don't get the hate for Rashford. I think he's a. I'm not saying he's the best player in the world. I just I think he's a really good player. When he's on form, I, I think, think he's really good. I think he's one of the best in the league when he's on form. I think he would do really well, like at a club lower down, like with less with less expectation, like on the club. I think you'd be a great Jamie player. Jamie Vardy's place at Leicester, something yeah. like that. Yeah. No, he's not a striker. I think he's better on the left wing. I think Rashford and Grealish are the same. Just oh. it's it's English tax. No. <laughs> Yeah, uh, it is. Yeah, yeah. Like man, you would expect eighty to ninety million for Rashford, but he's not. He's not that. Nah, never, never. But I do think that, like, uh, just going back to like just club football starting again, I think it's going to be. I just I can't wait for it. Like I like the World Cup. I didn't like it the fact that it was in the middle of a season, yeah. especially the way that we're going. But like mm. I did love the World Cup. But I, I I can't wait for real football to come back now. You have know, real football. <laughs> you know, think there'll be loads of injuries and stuff though towards the end of the coming down towards the end of the season. Like the players have been through fucking so much. Must be Not hard our work. Players, we're fresh. We're They've fresh. got to do the <laughs> ready. Shit at the end of the season, bro. Another one. Uh, it's every oh, year, isn't it? Oh, my God. Exactly. FIFA are just fucking milking the cow. What do, you think of the, what do you think of the Club World Cup they're going to do? Isn't that, like that already a thing? They're going to make it 32 teams, I think. Jesus They're going to make Christ. it like a World Cup. I think, it's in 20, I think it's in 2025 they've announced it. I don't know how they're going to work it. But... Chelsea will be the first winners of it. Like, but I'm <laughs> Wait. <laughs> By that time, Newcastle will be world class. <laughs> yeah, man, we'll yeah. fucking win the first one. Already booking my tickets to the final. <laughs> no, it's 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 unnecessary. It just, just need to be more. The players need some time, like to themselves, and some downtime mm. to rest and recover. Nah, fuck them. Football forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. They're getting paid millions. Like <clears throat> if I could ah, still play, it's still play, human they're not Shut up and play. Though. Shut up and play. But when they're getting paid millions and millions of pounds, you're no longer a fucking normal human. Yes, you you're are. a machine. You will kick off. And a it's not it's not like it's not like you're not looked after or like trained to do it. Like yep. <laughs> no, they get, get out there. Massages, they get the nonce kids, everything. They get all the perks. <laughs> all the I perks think, and the wind and about being tired. <clears throat> I think Harlan's a a robot, or I, I, I genuinely think Holland's autistic. I think he's just like one, like must score goal, must score goal. Like, like the only thing that he, the only thing he can compute in his head is that he must score goal. Who do you, who do you think? Who, who do you think? Assuming that, like you know, Messi's essentially like completed football, and Ronaldo's now like a has been. Who's the greatest player in the world right now? Right now, Mbappe probably. Haaland? Marcus I'd Rashford. say Haaland. <laughs> I'm joking. No, may as well say Jordan Henderson if you're saying that. <laughs> no, I think, like, it depends what you're looking for. Like, Haaland's undoubtedly the best striker in the world, like, scores goals for fun. But a Batman can score goals and play make and get in amongst the take on a few players, whatever, something. Yeah. Batman for me. I think if you're picking a player to build a team around, you pick Haaland. But if you're needing a player to get you something out of nowhere, then you go with Mbappe all day long. 
say Sofyan Amrabat personally, but <laughs> <laughs> I think um Jude Bellingham's gonna be a world beater. Yeah. It's a good show. Yeah. Really, I think he's gonna be especially when he comes to Chelsea. He's not gonna Chelsea. <laughs> They're getting a man. I to Liverpool. <laughs> I don't know. He he, he, he's probably looked at Jordan Henderson this past month and thought, you know what, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) He's probably looked at Joe Willock and John Joe Shelby and gone, that's where I want to be. (laughs) (laughs) Who do you reckon there's some big money signings that'll come to your clubs retrospectively this either in January or at the end of the season? Or what do you what do your clubs need? To go, well, I guess I guess all four of us are really looking at wanting to win the league over now. I suppose Max included, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> so I suppose. I come what, to submit when you say that. I, Max, I, I, you, 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 you cut out there a second, Jack. Could you just uh, nope. just say that again? I cannot. I cannot. In fact, I'm going to end this podcast early. Uh, Matt should go first. His list will be the longest, seeing as though he's got the most. Money. I suppose, yeah, I suppose. I don't. I don't think we should change a thing. We're doing great. I think no. Give the fuck over. I think that we. I mean, we've got we've got that Garan Kual coming from Australia. The guy he played a few games in the World Cup. He's only eighteen. Looks fucking unreal. Where's he's he coming. Uh, he's like a forward, like a sort of wide forward, but. Suits Eddie's Eddie House like style down to T presses really high, wins the ball back high, good dribbler, really quick. So he's coming in January, but I think we're loaning him back out to Australia. But we'll have him come next year. So I think that's one of the positions that we still m- might need to fill, like, but like with an older, more experienced, like, like a trippier esque sign and someone of that uh-huh. like profile who's like available. Oh, would that be James Madison? I would absolutely love James Madison. That would be crazy because I think we nearly got him in the summer and all of the pictures like uh, well a lot of the pi- the press pictures like from the England camp he was with uh, Trippier and Wilson a lot of the time um, so not that that means anything at all but like I hope they were putting the, the word in and I think that we were obviously really close to signing him in the summer I think Leicester now they look like they probably won't they look like they can get they can stay up I don't think they're going to be as desperate to keep them. And if the money's there, I think they might go for it. Other than that, I think maybe he's a left back um, and maybe he's a, another striker to get rid of Chris Wood and just have a bit more, someone who's a bit less injured than Callum Wilson. But other than that, I think we're fucking golden. To win the league next season. Yeah. No, like obviously we need like squad depth. I think another, I think maybe he's another like a midfielder to sort of fill. You know, I think Shelby's probably reaching his last sort of few games for us. Uh, what about so when? Uh, think, what about when PSG put in a fifty million bid for Bruno when he leaves? He's needed another midfielder for that. Bruno's not going anywhere. Yeah, man. Bruno. Hey, shut up. Bruno, <laughs> 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 hey, man. Hey, Max, you look. Look, back in the f- <laughs> when your phone oh, came <laughs> Bruno is a fucking We're legend. We're gonna have to replace Penny Mine because this, this is unbalanced. <laughs> Disgusting. Unbalanced. You're sick. We're, we're, we're get, get get rid of Kenny and bring in Hawthorne because he's an Arsenal fan. <laughs> Let's 
one step at a time. Yeah, that's just that's that's, that's not <laughs> <stop acting crazy>. <laughs> <laughs> But no, I think I think we're we're. I do think that we're you know because us like winning the league or whatever is like still far in the distance. Like I'm under no illusions that you know we're not going to win the league. Although, like, we're really not that far off it. Like, yes, you are. Like, <laughs> yes, we're, you not. Are. we're not. Yeah, yeah. We're not. We're literally. We're like, I know. We're I know he's up third. I know he's up third. But I think we're it's closer a... to winning it than you currently are. So you need more improvement than we do, based off the last six months of form or a year of form, even because since since it turned twenty twenty two, we've been on fire, son. And uh... <laughs> fire. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Marco. I do, like, but we do. Like, obviously, we need to like sort of slowly. You know, players will leave. You know, your Jamal Lewis's, your John Joe Shelby's, your Chris Woods, your Ryan Fraser's, your, even your possibly Sam Maximan. You know, he. I think he's a very saleable asset that we might look to bring in someone a bit more uh, consistent and a bit more reliable, like, like more a Marcus reliable. Rashford type, like a Marcus Rashford <laughs> type. Yeah, someone who like no, but I, I, like, which would be less exciting. I'd rather have Maxi like to be like, you know, to, for that flair. But like, I think that there will be players that just move on, and we'll just gradually sort of like replace them with slightly better players. Um, but if you think about it, I mean, we've still got Isak to come back. I think he he will really like give us another option up front. I think, or and out wide. I think that him like in the team, how we've been playing. Because we've been we've been doing this with like Jacob Murphy and Ryan Fraser on the wing, and like obviously Miggy's been amazing, but the other side has been, you know, a toss up between a couple of people who you wouldn't expect to to be there. But if we can get like just a couple more improvements on that, I do think we'll be challenging at least to like solidify our place in the top four a bit and just sort of be there for a little bit before we go to the next level. But yeah, exciting. It's very depressing. Um, I was I want to. All right, let's go for a non-Newcastle view. So I'm not going to ask Kenny now. I'm going to ask Rex. Uh, Chelsea, what, what, what's Chelsea's fixing up to look like this season and, and possibly next season? Well, buzzing with the Nkunku deal. Quite amazing. It's good sign. Um, How much was he, like know, 100 million? No, no, 65. No, that's not bad at all. Because he's where they did the deal... With, with him coming in next summer, they've just triggered his release clause for next summer. Uh, okay. Um, so he's not joining I, in January, or is he? No, 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 no. In, in July, um, mm. which means we're still fucked coming into this, the restart of the season. Um, we've got nobody. Yeah, he's that gonna. He's gonna love the Europa Conference League. Um, again, like I, I think the last podcast we did was just before. Tuchel was sacked and I was like we would never since then we've never looked as bad like we were never this bad under Tuchel in terms of how we played Tuchel wouldn't have had three back-to-back defeats in a row Uh where we never once looked like scoring never once looked like keeping a clean sheet like Potter's kind of come in and He's tried everything to not do what Tuchel did, which I, fair enough, it's what you're supposed to do. You're your own manager. You have your own style. But we've never played the same back four or back five in back-to-back games. He chops and changes up front. He's had Sterling at right wing back and left wing back at times during games when Kukurea has been on the pitch. 
uh, sorry, on the bench. And he hasn't he hasn't gave everybody a chance. He hasn't gave Ziyech a chance. Ziyech hasn't kicked the ball. I don't know why he's got a hard on for Pulisic because he's fucking shit. Like he's absolute dog shit. Like, yeah, he scored that goal in the World Cup, but he's dog shit. He's never been good. Dortmund yeah. are laughing that they got 50 million for him. The Americans absolutely love Pulisic. Like the Americans don't know anything about soccer, like football. They don't know anything about him. Pulisic is on billboards, he's on the side of buses, he's on every advert on TV. They absolutely love him. Timothy Weir is better than Christian Pulisic. Baller. In 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 the American squad, Western Rainer as well. As well, yeah. I like Rainer. He plays for Dortmund. He's an absolute machine for Dortmund, and he was sitting on the bench for the USA. Born in like, Sunderland as well. And, oh well, fuck him. Uh, <laughs> I would, you know, I would have happily have a Giovanni Reina in the squad over a Christian Pulisic, but we need to get rid of a few number tens. I think Conor Gallagher is not a top four, top six player. Mason he was Mount. in the right place at Crystal Palace. Mason Mount is still world class. He won the Champions League, mate. Like you know. He contributed to winning the Champions League. He didn't just lift it and make it look like he contributed to like Jordan Henderson. Um, <laughs> I think if you ask most England fans as well, they take Mason Mount over Jordan Henderson. So you lose so a game. Now. Well, there you go. <laughs> uh, you know, I think Havertz either needs to kick up the arse or sent back to Germany. I think our biggest mistake, and you will all laugh, but just look at what he's done since. Our biggest mistake was sending Timo back to Germany. Oh, I think you were going to say keeping Rudiger. <laughs> well, I would have loved to have kept him as well, but Timo, I was absolutely gutted that we let him go. I thought to myself, right, he's always been in double digits for goals, double digits for assists. Real Madrid are fucking scared of him when he plays. In those two semi-finals, he was the bloke, and I just think we should have trusted them a bit more. Like, yeah, was he ever going to score 20, 25 goals in a season? No, but give me 15, 18 goals, and cause havoc. Yeah, he's offside forty times a game, but at least he's making a fucking run. We'll play the we'll, Chelsea play in front of everybody that they're up against. It's so easy to just combat it. It's boring to watch. I feel like a Man U fan. <laughs> <laughs> like, they're the best shit-looking team on the planet. <laughs> you think, do you think, think it's just Potter's trying to still try to find his best 11? Well, yeah, he is, but then it's not hard to pick the best 11. How long he, do you give Potter? How long do you think he'll He should survive? have been gone last week. I've always been the type like I hated when we were sacked Mourinho obviously even the second time when we got rid of Ancelotti that's been Chelsea's biggest mistake in the last 15-16 year letting Ancelotti go when we did like people like Andrea Villas-Boas yeah he was a crock of shit he could have went like I'm not really one for like saying a manager needs chopped instantly but Potter needs chopped Instantly. Do you think Tuchel if should I have went? If I was Todd Foley, I'd... You what? Do you think Tuchel should have went when he went? Or do you think he should have kept him run? Nah, I would have kept him. Yeah, I would have kept I, him as I, well. I, I would have kept him. Because, yeah, fair enough, what a shit result in the Champions League game. And they're trying to say, oh, the decision was made before that game. Was it? Fuck, you've made a rash 
decision the day after the transfer market's finished, when you've literally gave them 180 million to spend, and then you've chopped them off, and then you've brought in Potter, who fell out with Mark Kukurea because Kukurea wanted to go to Chelsea. Mm. And now Kukurea's like, oh shit, he's fucking back now. And you can tell as if like Kukurea really when when Chilwell went down with a hamstring, Kukurea didn't come on the pitch. He put fucking Sterling that left wing back. <laughs> like it's it's Southgate tactics. Oh no, yeah. I'm not putting on James Madison. No, no. Grealish, get yourself away. There's two minutes left. <laughs> like uh, um have you not I seen enough Potter. from Potter to think that like there is a manager there and that like given time he will get a tune out of the squad? That's that's or the impression I that, get from him. That's the impression or I get. Or do you think that like Ostersons and Brighton and like is is just kind of been almost like a fluke and he's not cut out for the top level? I, I don't think he's like again a bit like Conor Gallagher. Like I don't think he's top six. Even when he wears the turtleneck. Like, <laughs> even so, even more so actually even more so like put him in an Everton he could turn Everton around in a week you know you could put Villa in Villa would Villa would look good you could put him in like a Stoke City and Messi would have even less of a chance but <laughs> I think your Chelsea's and your Manchester's and your Liverpool's he, he's not he's not that he's not that type He's not that you're guy. You're not that guy, pal. Brendan, Brendan Rogers syndrome. Yeah, you're not that guy. Brendan Rogers syndrome. Yeah. Speaking of Brendan Rogers, Henny, what we're saying for Liverpool? <laughs> oh, right the, for Liverpool. I was like, yeah. I, I was like, what? <laughs> no, the the, the, the gold manager who who somehow lost in the league in a one horse <sighs> title race. <laughs> that was Jordan Henderson's fault as well. Um, I think it was Steven Gerrard's when he slipped against Chelsea. Yeah, did Henderson play him the pass? Was it an inaccurate pass? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But no, was the guy with the yeah, tattoos? It was, what's he called? Wasn't it Sackle? Sackle. No, oh, was it Sackle? I think it was Sackle. I've watched it that many times. I should know by now. But uh, I'll have to go back through my bad memories and uh, see who it was. <laughs> um, Liverpool need midfielders. Yeah. As simple as that. I think um I still to this day say the biggest regret that someone at Liverpool should have is letting Genie one and go. Yeah. He was he was the guy that was always there, never injured, uh ran his socks off every single game, just went unnoticed. Um Isn't that what Jordan Henderson does now though. Nah, nah, Jordan Henderson just runs around like a twat. Um <laughs> But Genie had something something about him. He worked hard. He was an absolute workhorse. Um, once he went, everything was just disjointed. Yeah, we brought in Thiago, who absolutely mesmerizing footballer. Like take take away like take away playing in a team. If you just watched him with the ball, it's it's crazy. Like some of the stuff that he does during the warm-ups is just like what? Just with the ball, outstanding. I don't think he really fits the Liverpool system. Um, yeah, it's a shame that doing kickups in a warm up doesn't count towards like Champions League nah, players. Nah, but like, I just mean he's he's majestic. He's absolutely majestic. like his 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 technique is unreal. I just don't think he fits into this 
Liverpool system. It's I the think- style of play, though, isn't it? Like Liverpool aren't like a possession team. Mm. Like the the go for your throat. I think. Yeah. I, I always thought that Thiago didn't really fit in with that. Like, I think if we if we played him alongside Fabinho and we got someone in like. Jude Bellingham, like that's the ultimate, like a Marcus Rashford type. Oh, I like a Rashford. <laughs> <laughs> if if we manage to get Jude Bellingham in, I think Thiago works with Bellingham and Fabinho. He's very good, isn't he, Jude Bellingham? He's outstanding. But what is it with Liverpool and like letting really like important players go, like Wijnaldum and uh, Mane, and not getting like suitable replacements in? Because you got Nunes as well for Mane, but he's not exactly like for like, is he? Nah, it's the owners. Um, I think they're a bit. They're a bit like because they, they have this like money ball like theory, don't they? Like in, in the sense that I think they're so guy like blinded by like we need to find a replacement with like the same key stats, but who nobody has ever heard of. Yeah, and then they'll just go right. We'll we'll get him then. Uh, they don't okay. actually. They don't actually look and go. This person yeah. is already killing it in La Liga, or right. like, we'll just get him. I think if we still had B Rod and we didn't have Klopp. B Rod. B Rod. That's <laughs> B Rod, man. Um, or Brenda, whatever you want to call him. <laughs> um, that Liverpool side wins nothing. They don't win the league. They don't win the Champions League. They don't win the FA Cup, League Cup. I think it's Klopp that's managed to get that winning yeah. philosophy and get everybody ticking. All right. We've had people that we bought like Van Dyke, Allison. Um, I think they're the only two players that we've brought in that you thought they just bought a world class player. I think at the time when we bought Salah, yeah. he was a Chelsea yeah. flop. Um, there was questions I questioned Manny when we bought Manny from Southampton. Um, I think Thiago was Thiago was a good signing. He's a, he's like a well known world class. Yeah, he was he was a good signing. Um, but again, the age coming to a really tough league, could he do yeah. it? And I didn't realize how how uh, injury prone he was. Right. Um, even the likes of Jota, I turned my nose up at that. I was like, what? Mm. Why are we spending whatever it was 40, 50 million on on a Wolves player? It's outrageous. But. Yeah. Yeah. We just yeah, have what, this knack of getting like hidden gems, if you like, and mm-hmm. we've we've got to do it again. Otherwise, we're going to fall on our asses very yeah. quickly. Interesting. I mean, speaking of decent players that are available, like UVT Lemons could go this month. I don't know how he uh, hasn't already uh, gone. Like, yeah. Tillman is one of the best midfielders in the Prem and has Let's, been. Let, Leicester are in the shit, though, if they lose him and Madison, aren't they? Well, they're mm. going to lose Tillman's regardless if they don't sell him and capitalise and get at least, what, 10, 12, maybe 15 mil for him this month. Oh, they oh, lose out in July. You can, you can get up into 20 to 30, I reckon, for Tillman's easy. Nah, because his contract's out. His contract's... Oh, is yeah. it? Oh, okay. So I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'd love Tielemans at Newcastle as well. I, I, I think, think Tielemans would fit in. Which would yeah. walk in yeah, yeah, would. the Premier League. I, think. I, I had a bet with my boss that either Madison or Tielemans would be playing for Newcastle next season. Have them both. Yeah. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Big dicks. Actually, what I will say quickly is the worst thing that Liverpool did in the summer was given to Salah's wage demands. 
Oh, you said that. Yes. You said that as well. Yeah, you said that before. <laughs> I, he's, I, he's still, I, he's still that guy for you, though, isn't he? Really? Oh, yeah, of course. But what you've done now is you've opened the floodgates for people to be like, "Wait, I want this much." Like if Van yeah. Dyke turned around the summer and was like, "I want, I don't know, whatever Salah's on three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand, whatever it is." Mental. Liverpool have got to give into it, or yeah. we're going to lose. Yeah. It, it was a stupid idea. I would have rather kept money, sack Salah off, um, and just try to replace him with someone. But when you who... when you look at that wage bit, when you look at the wage bill that Salah took in, though, there's only two other players that could turn to the Liverpool board and say, "I'm worth that," and that is Van Dijk and Allison. Anybody yeah. else that tries to say that, the board are just going to be like, "Well, no, mate, because you're not Salah, That's you're true. not Van Dijk, and you're not Allison." True, but at the same time, there's there's a structure there, and there's been a structure there for for years. And, pe- and people know this when they come to Liverpool. You're not going to get like what Man United pay or PSG, Man City, them sort of teams. Newcastle, uh, Newcastle. <laughs> you just want to you come in to play for Liverpool Football Club, and it's worked. It has worked, but now because of this Salah thing, I think it's caused a a shitstorm to be honest although I think like how you know if, you, if you're competing for like the, the world class players and you're saying we won't pay you as much as Man U will but you'll be playing for Liverpool FC <laughs> like I just I can't I can't I can't picture like Mbappe that's going, not a thing anymore mm. like, like I, feel, I, feel, I feel like I feel like not a thing at some point if I think at some point you had to make a decision on whether you wanted to Try and keep up with with the cities and the the menus of the world, or s- stay stubborn. Try and make it work on like a, but obviously it's harder to make it work on on that kind of level where you're constantly having to try and find diamonds that other people don't know about. Yeah. So I think that at some point that was going one of the two things was going to have to happen. But with that sort of thing, would if if you had the choice of being paid like a shitload of money and play for Eddie Howe or be paid slightly less and play for Jurgen Klopp, realistically. Eddie Howe. You're playing for Eddie Howe. Yeah. Howe, man. <laughs> I'm just going to Ronaldo it and just be like, I'll take any other club in the world. Thank you very much. Yeah. Be a freelance footballer. Um, well, we're running out of time, guys, and I've got to shoot off. Uh, I didn't get to talk about my United nearly as much as I'd like to, but that's fine. Um, quick predictions. Who's going to win the league, Kenny? Arsenal. Fucking hell. Max? Say, Why did you even think about it? It's a fucking no-brainer. I think Arsenal will push them close. And I actually do think that we will we will keep we'll keep there. We'll we'll keep we will stay up there. Yeah, you, you get Champions League, please. If we were any other team. And we were doing what we were doing, and I was watched. I was looking at it from outside. I'd be like, they're, they're going to get Champions League this season. Like, they're just like that's what I would think about that team. So I the only reason I'm not thinking about about it with us is because it's us. But I do think the way we've been playing, <clears throat> even the friendly essay we played uh, two days ago, played, and we just look the same. We look as sharp as quick, and if Who we can do though? what. Uh, Rayo Vallecano, but they're eighth in La Liga. They've beat Real Madrid. They've beat, they beat, they beat, they beat, they beat, they beat Real Madrid and drew Barcelona this season. And we beat them. Um, Newcastle but, will win the league. 
I think City but Arsenal will push them close. I hope Arsenal, I'd rather Arsenal than City any day. Rex, what do you reckon? City? The league will be finished by March. <laughs> Haaland will dominate and even if he does get injured, Alvarez has already proven in the World Cup that he's a True. fucking absolute yeah, diamond. Why did they buy him? That's just not yeah, exactly. Man City's got a massive cock and they're but, just slamming it off everybody's face. They're still not going to win the Champions League. This is, but the Premier say, they, are, they are five points off the top of the minute. I just think they've got the like the mentality. I don't think Arsenal have it. Oh, oh, on. Difference. I forgot that Gabriel Jesus got injured in the World Cup. Yeah. I know he hasn't been scoring but he's he's been great for them <laughs> yeah but I think also that, uh, you've also got to look at like because yeah granted you know Alvarez has made and I know Haaland's had a rest but Alvarez has been at the World Cup you know Gundogan's had a bad World Cup in the sense of his team getting knocked out you know a lot of their key players have been at the World Cup Arsenal and, New, Arsenal and Newcastle like haven't really I mean because even with even if you look at Arsenal, I mean Saka had a great World Cup. He'll be disappointed, but I think he came out with, with a lot of like praise. Odegaard didn't go. Smith Rowe didn't go. Martinelli. Uh, Ramsdale hasn't played. Martinelli didn't really play. Same with Newcastle. Like I mean, other. I mean, I think Trippier and Shaw were probably our two most represented players at the World Cup. Everyone else, even if they went, they didn't necessarily play. Um, so I think that that'll play a factor as well. I think, although I think Arsenal and, and Newcastle having less players at the World Cup, less players actively involved deep into the World Cup, I think will benefit. Well. Fuck City. For the record, I think City are going to win the league. Yeah. Since none of you rude cunts asked for my opinion, even though I give you what about with my new Jack? What about new owners? What's happening? What's what's the uh, well, he keeps hearing shit on Twitter all the time. You never know what's true or not, but apparently, they're looking for it. Apparently, they were in uh Qatar, like going to the Sikhs, like, hey, do you want to, do you want to buy anything? <laughs> like, so blood um, money, blood yeah, money, sports I, washing, terrible. I know, I know exactly. I, I don't want, I don't want it, I don't want it to happen like that, but it looks like that's how it's going to happen. It looks like, just looks like that's just what football's going to be from now on. All the big Tell clubs what, are going to have this blood money. It's not that bad once you. But <laughs> you just but you just do this and just and just you know and then when the just matches the start goals, just do this the goals fly in yeah, yeah and then yeah, just do that good. and then yeah, that's what just just cover your eyes and write the checks yeah <laughs> we'll see I mean all there's rumors going around Apple Amazon uh, all these rumors you just you just never know and I, I never trust anything you hear on Twitter until I see like. Frankie De Jong with a Man United shirt that says De Jong on the back. I never trust it until it actually happens. So I just don't know. Fucking Apple, Apple FC. I'll be good. I'd love, I'd love to love to have the Apple logo on the front of the United shirt. It's better than the fucking Chevrolet. <laughs> that would look smart. To me. That would look smart. To be it fair. would look smart. Um, better than yeah, Amazon. Yeah, yeah, it would change though. You'd have to wear silver instead of red. If you want Apple. Yeah, they're all just dressed like MacBooks. Like this. <laughs> <laughs> I just think iPhones. Scheme's the same. Bruno yeah. with his legs just running about the pitch. <laughs> um, all right, well, thanks, fellas. Uh, well, well uh, Christmas time. I don't know, I guess we'll do another one towards the end of the season. We'll see how our predictions lie. Mm-hmm. So, towards the end of this season or next season, Jack? Just so, <laughs> so, you, you, think, you think you're so funny, Rex, don't you? Do you it's, do you read? Do you read? I know. I know you. 
I know you don't realise because you don't listen to the podcast week in week out, but you realise that this is my comedy podcast that I do as like a comedy show because I'm a comedian. You see, it's not a football podcast that I do every week. It's a you are a footballer though. I am, I, I am a professional footballer. <laughs> that is true, but I'm also a professional comedian. So you know, I'm more of a funny man than a baller. I don't know where I was going with that. But um, <laughs> I mean, I don't know what it's like. Like I'm on a retired timetable these days, so my timetable is <laughs> a lot more free than right, like, like what. Yeah, I love how like, right. you know, retired Rex Budden over here. A lot yeah. more playing bridge and a lot more Sudoku puzzles yeah. for Rex and. <laughs> Like if it wasn't for this today, I'd just be playing fucking Sudoku. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll start yeah. your own podcast. But then I'm biting, and Max and Kenny's already halfway there with the hate, nice snazzy microphones. I hate to break it to your Rex, but I wasn't the first guy to do a podcast. So, <laughs> <laughs> so. No, but to, to, to be honest, though, Jack, in the blow bit of smoke up your backside, you're the only one in the northeast who's kind of come from that scene circle that's been consistent and kept it gone. Everybody else fucked off after a while. Oh, well, that's very nice. Thank, thank you very much. See, I'll take a little bow. Thank you very much. Yeah. I, I, followed the page. I followed the page. I listened thank to the you. snippets. Like, you know, nobody else is doing what you do. Like, you know. Well, thank you. Okay, I appreciate that. All right, fine, we'll do another one next week. No, I'm just kidding. Hey! <laughs> no, um, so I'd, I'd like to do one like in person if we're going to all get together, but Kenny lives miles out of the way, even though he still insists on supporting Newcastle. I was literally in the northeast this weekend and said Dickhead. nothing. Why didn't you say anything? You said no. nothing. And you forgot the I podcast was, was even happening. I forgot yeah, the I podcast was even happening. And now we'll be I, I got that drunk over the weekend. I, f- I don't know what fucking day it was. <laughs> hey, why did you <laughs> chop your locks as well, Kenny? Uh, the elves did it. <laughs> Ooh, we're insane. All right. Well, thanks very much, guys. We'll speak, I have no doubt, in about three minutes in the group chat on Twitter. But uh, cheers. Sorry, the lads. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy, comfort and joy. Oh, tidings of comfort and joy. Ah.